Good morning. Good morning, everyone. We hope everyone is doing well. Yeah, I hope that you guys had a good weekend. Yes, happy Sunday. I mean, for us, it's Sunday. Yeah. I We've had a, well, we didn't do a podcast last week. For those who don't know, um, Matty's mom, my mother-in-law's in town. And so it's been for the past two weeks. This is actually her last week. As I was listening to the episode, this week or last week, but it's been really fun. Yeah, we've been busy and we've been going around Texas, showing her a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's fun eating a lot of food. Yeah. But it's nice to have someone from my family here. First person, I guess, from Belgium who's coming here. So it's true. It's a big deal. Yeah. So it's, it's, I'm happy that, you know, she gets to experience that, even though it's a little hot. So that's, it's probably the hard part is the heat. But can't escape the Texas heat, no matter what you try to do. Well, I mean, the problem is that you can only like do it for so long and you have, we always have to go places where we know, like if we go outside, we don't go like in the nature for hours. No. We go to like place, towns yeah. where there's like stores where you can Air cool down <laughs> in the stores and stuff. But you know, we make it work. And I think that honestly, sometimes like in, in the evenings, it's pretty it's not bad. Yesterday we were in the evening. It was fine. Yeah. I thought about that. It got a little warm, but it's a little warm, but it's not terrible. Like I feel like it's it's doable, especially with everywhere here. Yeah, there's fans and stuff. Yeah. But yeah. Anyways, just a side detail. Yeah, and we we went to a new place which we've never been to, uh, Surfside Beach. Yeah. Kind of it like what? That's like forty minutes from Galveston. It was an very hour. Yeah. okay. An hour. Yeah. Um, it's nice because. Obviously, Matthew and I love water. We love being near water. We love just like the ocean, not just like a lake. Okay. And being in a place where it was obviously it wasn't an ocean, it was a gulf, but still um, there was waves and it was, it was just really nice to kind of have an escape in Texas. Yeah. It was really, really sweet. So yeah. And, and we, it was, it was a nice little beach town and went to Galveston too. And, you know, we heard a lot of people telling us that like, it's not great over there, but we loved it. You're tripping. It's it, I thought it was really beautiful, honestly. I feel okay. The water is not. We're, we're not talking about Hawaii here. Yeah. And we've been in Hawaii multiple times, but still, like, you know, you gotta you gotta find beauty and 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 simple things too. And honestly, being there, the small beach town, and then even Galveston, I thought was fun, and 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 beautiful. So yeah. you know, I was like, I don't understand why people, everybody's saying so many bad things about it. Maybe they just don't want people to go. Maybe honestly, and keep it. Keep it under wraps, I guess, but I don't know. That's not the vibe I was getting from people, but who knows? I don't know. It was good. Yeah, it was great. I'd go back for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. We hope that y'all are having a good week too and that it's been full of like fun things. A good summer. um, Good restful. Yeah, because in reality, at least for me, summer ends when a lot of my clients go back to school. And so a lot of my clients are done with school, start school August 14th. So um, it's like two weeks of summer left, technically. And so I'm sure I don't know how it feels for you guys, but I'm hoping you guys are really enjoying your summer and it's feeling restful and replenishing. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So as we mentioned before, we are doing a partners series in a sense. So not last week, but the week before when we did our last podcast, we talked about what what to do if your partner wants to take a break. And in this episode, we're going to talk about what do you do when your partner has relationship anxiety? Like you're on the other end of it. Cause yeah. I think that in some episodes, maybe we've kind of discussed it before naturally, but um, we wanted to dedicate some episodes specifically for people who are 
experiencing that yeah and what do you do and how do you process that and how do you um adjust your heart in that process and yeah. protect your heart honestly as your partner's experiencing that you know i think it's going to be super useful because i think we also receive a lot of dms actually this morning we received another dm talking about someone who um who was the person on the other side so mm -hmm. their partner was the one who was struggling with their feelings and or just had anxiety around not knowing what they wanted not mm -hmm. being sure so and they were like asking what can i do which i still need to respond to but i mean it's early morning so that's fair <laughs> on the sunday we'll get some good um, ideas <laughs> but yeah so i think i think that's gonna be really useful and uh especially because you have experience with that since you know you kind of had to handle a lot of my anxiety i guess when, when we were dating yeah so, and we made it because you, know, you were able to and we were able to work together and, and and make it work yeah for sure but it's definitely something where you have to it's really it can be very triggering right so Especially, for the faint of heart it's not you know and i i would understand if somebody felt like it was too much and I, I there's no shame in that you know but i will say like for me specifically my faith really made a difference mm -hmm. but i think i can give some tips on the, how that looked for me but let's rewind you may have heard this part of the story before but i just think this is relevant because this is when it was really really high for me and it i was really scared mm -hmm. um so for those who don't know who haven't heard the story already matthew and i we were not dating yet we were about to start dating and i went on a trip up for the month uh to europe and matthew joined me in paris Mm -hmm. and uh Matthew had this whole like date planned like on this like boat <laughs> restaurant thing um and I was I was excited because I was like we we're gonna have a date ourselves I was with my other friend throughout the trip and so like we, we kept him home um and then we kind of just went and went on a date and this day I was like okay like I think he's gonna ask me to be his girlfriend at this point and it seemed like all the signs were pointing that way mm. and we went to the restaurant. We found out the restaurant was not available. It actually was, there was a private event going on. Even though I made a reservation. Even though he made a reservation, which was very frustrating. Um, and then we ended up going to another place. We had a great meal, like honestly. And like mm -hmm. that, the place I feel like is- We met Americans. It's a picturesque too. place. But yeah. um, we met another American couple and they like are from Tennessee, which is really cool. And um, we still follow each other on Instagram to this day. And it was, it was, it was a really, like special time for me and i was like okay and i could tell that matthew was a little bit in his head um but i was like it's okay like you know like i told him like it's fine don't worry you might be hearing dishes in the background by the way i'm sorry like my mother-in-law is doing dishes so yeah <laughs> uh it's gonna be she's too way. quick she's like we don't even have time to like do our own thing she just jumps on doing things and cleaning up and stuff yeah it's like, she's so quick anyways yeah um and so i remember telling that to you like it's don't worry like I could tell you he was in his head, so I was like, don't worry about it. It's fine. Let's just have a fun time. It's going to be good. And so we did that. Then we went to a park in, like, we were in Paris. So. Right behind uh, Notre Dame. Okay. So, yes. Um, and then we got a macaron. Yeah. A big one. Honestly, it was not good. Sorry. I'm not a person who likes that. Did stuff. we get crepe? I don't think we did that day because I remember getting yeah. a macaron and I wouldn't have gotten a crepe today. Okay. Um, anyway, and so we went to the park and we were sitting, and Matthew told me, um so i was gonna ask you to be my girlfriend today 
but like I'm pretty much just like I'm really in my head and I'm having a lot of questions and doubts and fears and different things and I just don't know what to do and I'm like okay like literally just dropping this on my lap I'm like okay I don't know if it was the the wisest for me to be honest it's just that I I just didn't know what to do sure and I, I didn't have the wisdom I guess I get that I guess I get it I got the hindsight's 2020 I get why you did it I think you were just trying to like be honest with me because obviously you probably would have had like, like thought of like I, she probably thinks I'm gonna ask her to be my girlfriend today and I'm not so I just need to be clear as to why I'm not maybe um but I remember in that moment I was like uh, I, I, I was kind of like it sounds weird but I kind of was in shock and so I was like okay no big deal worry about it I, I just kind of like brushed it off like no big, no big deal it's fine thank you for telling me let's just enjoy this time thank you for communicating that with me great great <laughs> cool and like, I remember I just remember that evening that rest of the day I was kind of like okay like I just didn't think about it and we um you handled it very well in that moment yes because I was honestly like it was ugly it wasn't it wasn't pretty I didn't do a good job and you did not freak out you, or you didn't show me um I thought you did you did really, really well I felt very safe hmm. um which I, I was really surprised but I because I, I didn't expect you to react like that because obviously it's not something you want to hear um that the person you're with or you want to be with is not sure about what they want to do with you yeah but I felt very, very safe in that moment with you. Like you were really, really understanding, and 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 that was really helpful. Hmm. That's I mean, that's nice. I think I I really think it sounds so dramatic, but I think it was kind of like a when I'm in a moment of somebody kind of like this sounds, but kind of like breaking my heart. I always respond that way. It's kind of like okay, it's fine. Like I, I had a boyfriend, we dated for like two weeks and he kind of, he freaked out too, actually. Interesting. He had anxiety. He freaked out. Cold feet. Yeah. And then he was like, I don't know. I'm full of blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I just don't think we should be boyfriend and girlfriend anymore. And I was like, okay, thanks for telling me. That's fine. And then I immediately after, like I closed the door, I told my parents, family, I'm like, yeah, like, so it's over. And then I like ran upstairs and like broke down a room and stayed there for the rest of the night. And like, I, it, it was, I, it's kind of just like, I'm in shock. And so I'm not going to let them know that. They hurt me. Hmm. Um, and so I think in that moment, I too was just like, okay, you're being honest with me at least. And you're not breaking up. You're not like saying we don't want to do this, but you are feeling anxious. Okay. And so I think afterwards we, we spoke a little bit more. Um, we, then we had a macaron. Um, and then uh, we went back to pick up my friend. And then we went to uh, what, Mont? what do you call it? Montmartre. Yeah. And there was like the, like the place where it's like the hill, right? Yeah. like artists yeah it was so beautiful and it was an evening out of good it was it was a beautiful beautiful night um then typically like i said typically in these situations i would be able to process on my own and like journal and probably break down but like matthew and i and my friend josh we were all in the same place like we were mm -hmm. at a person i know's sort of her house um and so i was on the couch and those they josh and matthew were sleeping on the floor so we were like really right next to each other i had on no place like on the mattress right? <laughs> yeah um i literally had no place to process i had no place to really sit with what i was feeling but i remember waking up the next morning and i felt like i was so anxious and i was so sad and i was so angry and i was like what why again is somebody 
not gonna choose you. Like it, it, it was like so strong in my head. It was so loud. It was like all of the thoughts were coming in my head. And I was just like, I don't know what to do with this, and I, I, I can't just like sit with this. Um, and so we ended up going. We were going to Belgium the next day, and we took a train. Matthew was sitting different with them than we were. It was Josh the first and I. class. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> but, um, I went and texted Matthew and my cake, and we talk. And so I ended up talking to him, and I was just like, I. I pretty much was like, I don't feel great. I'm feeling a lot of emotions. I remember that. Yeah. Um, and I pretty much I remember telling you, like, I feel like I can't, like, I, I just do not want us to act like we're in a relationship unless you actually are going to be in a relationship with me. So mm-hmm. I don't want us to hold hands. I don't want us to, like, kiss on the cheek. I don't want any of that because it's not helpful for my heart. Like, personally, like, I just need it to be very clear because right now it's feeling like, because you, you could possibly not, you could possibly back out, right? We don't, nothing was committed yet. Mm. And so because of that, I was like, I need to protect my heart until you figure out what's kind of going on. Um, and I'm curious for you, since you remember it, what was going on for you when I told you that? I think that I understood because I was, I think that was also one of the, the struggles I was having is that I did want to be with you. And like I was, you know, we were having, um, um, like our body language, I guess, was kind of like pointing to that. We were holding hands, we were hugging and like kissing on the cheek and stuff like that. Um, but then I, I had this thing in me of like, I can't do that because like I'm not committed to her and like look at where I'm at, like I'm freaking out and I don't know what I want. Oh, I don't like to talk about this. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to talk about this because I feel like I, I didn't treat you well at all. And that's, I hate that. And it's like, yeah, I guess that's what I was feeling when you were sharing that with me is I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be like that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, I've always, I feel like our, in our relationship, I've always been the one who was like trying his best to not go, to not have my actions go further than my level of commitment yeah you know i feel like you know when we were talking mm-hmm. and like you were holding hands i was like no i don't want to do that because we're not there yet mm-hmm. and then at that point i think we also got real closer and closer to the point where i mean when once we get to belgium you uh, i asked you to be my girlfriend so the thing is that i think that conversation also was was also eye-opening for me because it was like i like the one in the train it was like i don't want to be that guy i don't want to be someone who like is playing with someone else's heart and, 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 you know, I don't want to be someone who, who's freaking out and not knowing what I want and things like that. You know, I think that that kind of helped me realize that, Oh, like I don't want to lose that. You know, I don't want to lose the, the relationship I have with her and I don't want to, um, I don't want to pass by, a blessing for me just because I'm scared and and it's like it's like FOMO but in a good way sure it's like even though we're not preaching FOMO and we're not saying that like you should get with someone because you don't want to miss out because you don't want to miss out but at the same time I am saying that of like yeah because you are anxious about your relationship because you're anxious about what you want and you're not sure and you don't want to move on and take the next step in your relationship you are missing out I'm a great person because the Bible says who finds a wife finds a good thing. So, and finds favor with the Lord or something like that. That's mm-hmm. what the, the verse says. So it's like, yes, if you're freaking out, 
and you don't know what you want and you keep backing out or you you just kind of ambiguous or whatever because you're not making decisions yes you are missing out and that's kind of like what's going through my in my head it's like i don't want to miss out on her because i know her and she's great and we have a great relationship and it'd be such a waste to like not move on you know mm -hmm. um and i don't want to treat her like that either i don't want to feel i don't want her to feel like she doesn't know where to stand with me you know yeah so yeah for sure because i think that in that moment it was kind of me standing up for myself and because i was feeling my own emotions like i have to be able to protect my heart mm -hmm. and we're going to say another example of what it's like obviously when we're dating and it happens but right now this is just obviously in the beginning process and i when you're the partner who's experiencing the person like you're on the other end of somebody experiencing relationship anxiety you have to be able to be clear about like what you're needing to because it's not just about that person you know as much as like you want to be there for them in that process you can still hold space for them be like yeah i get it that's scary it'd be very scary to be unsure of me but it also makes me feel hurt right it also makes me feel emotions doesn't mean i'm gonna back away i'm just letting you know this is what's coming up for me and i have to be able to communicate communicate that with you too without you we have to be able to hold space for each other is kind yeah. of what i'm saying um and so you took that well like i was i was proud of myself i was proud of how you hit you way we handled it i was like cool like i felt good like i felt like i was able to move forward no matter what took place because i was able to stand up for what i what i wanted and what i needed in that mm -hmm. moment and i gave voice to my heart you know so mm -hmm. i think it's easy to kind of push that down when your partner is experiencing such big emotions and you're kind of like well it feels like at times what they but they need to express it because you're like please don't leave but also uh, you have to be able to have the point of like i know my worth i know my value mm. and i do know that like we could we if we can get through this depending on what the situation at this time i was like if we date or not i'm good i have to be okay with that i just know my worth my worth and i'm not gonna like i can't be in this in-between state until you figure that out you, you figure it out that's totally fine take the time that you need but i'm not just gonna like let you you know like, um, after one relationship before not, yeah. kind of thing, you know? Um, yeah. so in that state, especially if you're in the beginning process, this is, I feel like my, in my mind, how it would be helpful to handle it. Like don't hesitate to share what you're needing in that moment. Um, and processing through kind of like, okay, like you figure it out, but knowing no matter what, that your worth is still strong and valuable and your, your worth is still there mm -hmm. in spite of the person choosing you or not. Yeah if we're fast forwarding because i think a lot of the people probably the people who message you mm -hmm. are people who've been in relationships for a while maybe maybe not i don't know if at least what i've been experiencing on the flip end is people who've been in relationships for a while and now there's something that's changing in our relationship and now i'm freaked out and now your partner's kind of wanting to like now they're in their head so like you guys could have maybe been talking about marriage maybe you guys are you just got engaged maybe you or I don't know, moving in together, maybe whatever, maybe there's, there's something, there's something that's felt different. That's felt more significant. We'll say in your relationship. Does that feel like it tracks more too? Yeah. I feel like a lot of people, I don't know if it's like all of them I've been together for a while. Sometimes it's also brand new relationships. Right. Like they're, right. they're, they don't know, they don't know what they're doing, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so I think it can be different stages. I think it's true. Anytime you, you're, you're thinking about moving on, uh, to the next step in a relationship or you're like taking a relationship seriously. Yeah. It yeah. can show up, you know, because that's fair. Because yeah, we 
pull out of our insecurities and, and our anxieties, I guess, um, or, or fears. And so I don't know if there was like any specific times it shows up. It, it might show up differently depending on where you're at in your relationship. It might sound yeah. different too, but it's still like fear. Yeah. Yeah. Fear, I, I, I like how you said that. It's It shows up often when your partner's attempt, like wanting to take the relationship more seriously, right? It's like, I see something. Like, I don't know, either way, I want to pursue you intentionally. I could see something in the future. I could see, it could be anything along the lines of that. So if you're on the other end of that, you might be feeling the same thing too. Like, wow, it seems like, like I really like this person or I really feel like this could go somewhere or I could see a future or something. And then your partner kind of starts getting cold feet. That can feel so scary and feel so hurtful of like, yeah. we've been together for this long. Where is this all coming from now? And I, I would say in this process, because I, we can ask the person what they need, but then we have to ask ourselves, like, what do you need in that situation? Mm -hmm. I think that's really the case here. Because like I said, it's not all about them. And even if it feels that way and it feels like, if they don't get what they need, they can leave me that like, mm. but that I think is kind of like the mindset that we have to be able to. If that's the case, shift. then you should be with them. Right. And but for sure. And I think too, because let's be honest, I want to be clear. That's what it feels like on the other end. Yeah. Like when, I get that. When you're feeling that anxious and you're kind of like at any moment, they could be like, we're done. Like, I can't do this anymore. Well, that's, that's the thing that it's like, cause I want to say too, that like the reason, one of the reasons why, we made it through that season is because I, before we were together, um, I learned enough in my own life and my own journey with God that like fear was not something I wanted to listen to mm -hmm. and was not something that was going to direct my life. Totally. So usually when I was scared about something, I would go the other direction instead of listening to fear. Sure. So, that was, yeah. that was a decision I made within myself of like, okay, like I know I have, I have anxiety right now and I'm scared for our relationship because I don't know what I want, you know, and, and that's, that helped me being like, okay, hey, actually like this is something, but this is not going to tell me what I'm supposed to do, mm -hmm. you know? And I think that's super important to have that clear for the person you're with. There, there are someone who has anxiety um it's important for them to have made that decision in their life it's like mm -hmm. i will not bow down to fear no that's true and i think that it, it, it it's not something just for relationship anxiety it's for anxiety in general you just don't want to bow down to it because it's rooted in fear and fear is never uh a good counselor <laughs> or a good advisor in anything you want to do in life it, the fear just keeps you small it just holds you back it makes you just stay in your comfort zone and you never grow. Yeah. So, and you forget, you never get to experience what you're supposed to, to be experiencing in life. You know, you, you just never live really. You're just bound to fear and you're just a slave to it as long as you listen to it. So totally. Totally. that's like super important. I also want to say like, cause I totally agree with what you're saying. Um, but obviously if you have the person on the other end of, of, of that, there will be times where like, you know, the, your partner might come to come at you with a lot of anxiety and you want, it wants, they want to share that with you. Um, I think it's important to talk about that, mm -hmm. you know, because, yeah. because obviously like being aware of your needs is like 
one side of it. And the thing that is something that uh, um, is super important because you need to protect yourself and your heart. Um, but then, you know, if you're in a relationship, a healthy relationship, you know that there there is a, a future and you know, both of you are like serious people, like I think we were, mm -hmm. um, then you need to be able to handle whenever they're coming at you with anxious thoughts. And for me, I think when I'm saying that, I'm thinking like the first thing, one of the first things you need to remember is that when that happens and they're sharing those thoughts with you, you like you need to understand that they, they're not themselves when that's happening. Mm -hmm. The person you're with who is anxious when they're like uh, functioning in anxiety, they're not themselves. Yeah. Because there are just to clarify that too. Because anxiety actually distorts yeah. your reality. Yeah. It's not real at that moment. Yeah. Anxiety just distorts your perception of everything and it distorts your perception of your relationship uh, and even the way you view yourself. So when they're functioning in that state, you remember that, like, most likely it is not personal. It is not about you. It is not because you didn't do something right or wrong. Mm -hmm. It is not because you didn't meet their needs or whatever. It is something that they have a, a problem with themselves. That's really good. Dude. And that's really good. They are not themselves at that moment. And I think that it's important to remember that because you need to be able to call that out too. I think when they're anxious, it's like, hey, like I know this is what's happening. And I and I you don't want to like like shame them or like judge them or be harsh, but you you just need to keep in mind like, okay. You, like you did for me, you held space for me. Like you didn't judge me. You know, when I shared that with you in Paris, mm -hmm. that I was scared. You I didn't judge me. Sure. You were very, <laughs> very understanding and, you know, very accepting. Um, and, you know, that really helped. That really helped me um, because I felt like I was not judged for it. Because I think if you, if you put pressure on them, it's going to make them even more anxious. You need to figure it out. And that is going to be... Mm -hmm. Uh, that could break it because it's yeah. like, oh man, like there, they might be like, okay, this is too much for me. Like, and they're like being, they're, they're like judging me and like, they're being hard on me. I, 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 I already feel a lot of shame. Yeah. It's too much. And you rather like <clears throat> avoid it and be like, okay, let's just be done with this because I can't handle this. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, that's fair. So, cause the reason why you, 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 you gave me a chance because you knew I was a good guy. I, I I forgot to bring this up too. In that moment when I, I immediately was like, what do I do? And I remember I prayed and I was like, Lord, like help me. I don't know. Like a part of me wants to freak out and run. Mm -hmm. Another part of me is like, I've seen much you so far and I have not seen any red flags. So what's going on? Mm -hmm. And I really felt like the Lord was just like, it was kind of like stay and distrust, distrust, um, just like trying to like trust the process. Mm -hmm. And I remember being like, okay, like that was, that was enough for me to be like, okay, I'm going to just like relax and calm down and just be able to stay in this situation and figure out what's going on. So it's like, I'm not ever going to judge you for being vulnerable with me. You know what I mean? I think that's always something, this is already, it's so hard to be filled with so much just like doubt and like probably shame for like, why am I questioning things? And then to have to bring it up to your partner is so scary. Mm -hmm. I, mean, I can only imagine. It would, I don't know if you felt scared. I think you kind of were just freaking out. So you're kind of like, like 
here, here. I, I, yeah, I didn't know what to do, but I also, uh, it was something in our relationship that we knew was really important was vulnerability. And I was like, I don't want to keep this to myself. Um, I want to be vulnerable with her because I want to be honest with what's going on inside of me. Just not just so, um, like you can make also your own decision if like you want to pursue this or not, but just because also it was important for me to be able to be vulnerable with you because that helped us build trust in the yeah. relationship and, and, and get closer together. For sure. Yeah. It, it would be, cause I think a lot of the times there, there has been times in our relationship later on when you did do this of you were so in your head that you distanced yourself and then you're not speaking, you're not communicating. Mm -hmm. And that's when I'm just like, what, like what's going on? Cause that mm -hmm. feels so different. Like I know when you're not being yourself cause yeah. you're, you're so recluse and like not, openly communicating. And I think this is why vulnerability is so important. I think that's why I, I had a lot of respect for you in that moment of you, like when we were, before we started dating, of you kind of like, this is what I'm feeling. This is what I wanted to do. This is what's going on right now. I can't, like, I don't feel right. Just like asking me my girlfriend pretty much when I'm in the state. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Like, thank you for like, it. Was, it really was like, I, I, yes, as much as I was brushing that away, it, there was another part of me of like, well, okay, like I, I, at least she told me because she could have just not said anything and then just like freaked out and then just been like, Did, we're not, I can't do this. Yeah. And then be like, what the heck just happened? You didn't even communicate with me at all during this process. I think that happens to a lot of people of they don't share anything. They're in their heads. They're feeling so guilty. They're feeling whatever. And they've been going through this for a while. And then they're kind of like, you know what? I can't do this anymore. What happened? Like mm -hmm. you didn't say anything, you know, and like, that's not, that's not fair for the other, for your other partner. Right. And so in the moment, since I knew already at this point that this was happening, you might know your partner's patterns of they distance themselves. They get more quiet. They get more in their, they get more in their heads. They get whatever. Don't be afraid to like call it out and be like, Hey, you're doing that. I get like, you're, I, I, I noticed that you're distancing yourself. Mm -hmm. Tell me what's going on. Like, you know what I mean? And, and make sure your, your, your heart is guarded enough to be able to hold that space. And if it's not, then process through what was going on. Cause I think I had to do a lot of, uh, processing individually mm -hmm. for me to feel strong enough, we'll say to yeah. hold space for you. Cause not all the time I'd be ready for it. Right. If I'm ready, if I'm feeling insecure some, for some reason that day, and then you were to tell me that, I think it would, it would be, it would be hard. Mm -hmm. You've seen it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I have been like, okay, I, I can't, I can't hold that for you. I, be very emotional and it was hard. I think that also at that time, we probably, um, since, since we were not in a relationship yet, I think we, um, we probably were able to handle each other's like, um, uh, tantrums or whatever better because we were not so close. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think we still had kind of this thing of like, Oh, like I'm not with them fully. Like we're not that close yet. And I need to like be strong for that. You know what I mean? No, I, I don't know how to You're right. make sense. Cause now that we're together more, like obviously now we're also aware of that. And I think we get to a point in life where like, we understand that like, if someone is sharing something vulnerable, we need to do our best to not like react and just hold space for them. But at some point there's always this time, I think in a relationship where you're figuring that out and it might be super sensitive, but that's probably when you're more like, still boyfriend girlfriend kind of thing or just early in your marriage kind of early stages of a relationship and i think for us it was even the earliest stages like when you start dating like 
you're not gonna freak out on them as soon as you start in because you there's still part of you still wants to like you know impress yeah. or like you know so mm -hmm. i think that that was in that at that time maybe part of it too totally no that's fair that's actually a good point because I, I later on i had different reactions right so um i would say just as we're kind of making connections of what we're wanting to say one i got i like what you mentioned of not making it personal knowing that when the person is feeling that type of anxiety has nothing to do with you it has everything to do with kind of them and what they're thinking and kind of like their tormented thoughts like that's really what it is you know and so in that moment if you know that is true like okay, it has nothing to do with me it has everything to do with like this anxiety that's feeling so uh, huge in my life right now mm -hmm. I, I, I'm trying to remember like what I did after knowing that and be like, okay, like, I think I, there's times later on, I was like, okay, like tell me what's going on. And he's like, oh, you're like, I feel like you, you said some things. I was like, Oof, okay. Thank you Lord for your peace. Cause I think I, I was like, that's, that's, you know, that it, that's not, it's not for the pain of heart. If you, if you want somebody to be truly honest with their feeling and thinking, they will be truly honest with their thinking and feeling, and it's not going to be pretty, and it's not going to be nice because that's what anxiety just really twists everything. Um, so you mentioned some things of like sometimes I'm questioning like if I I don't know if you want me to say it, I don't have to. That's fine. Okay. I don't care. It's, it's um, it is what it is, and there's I think you need to share about everything because some people struggle with that too. Yeah, you mentioned like there's times and you're kind of questioning if you like, uh, like, like obviously like me or just like. Do I even really like her? Do I even really love her? Is there somebody better? Different things. And like, it, it just like, it was, it was just like, you weren't able to even like see me in the moment. Mm -hmm. And so I was, I, I know for me, it'd be like, oh my gosh, does he even think I'm pretty? And like, I, I would send you, like, I, I would feel like it, it was, that was hard. That was, that was, that was hard. Cause I was like, okay, like he's questioning if he even likes me, loves me. That's like a core fear of mine of being unlovable. Like that's a whole, it was, it, it was hard. I'm not going to lie. Um, and so I was kind of like, okay, like, I, but then you would say to me, like, I don't want to think these things. I know that that's not true, but it's like, it's really hard for me to like get out of that thought and perspective. I'm like, okay, like I get that. And so I told him too, I'm like, you're not always going to be able to hear it from me because I'm the one that's probably like not triggering yourself, but also, yeah, I'm triggering yourself in a sense. So I, I remember telling you, like, you need to go and tell somebody else, like, you not, not even just like, you can talk to me about it, but like maybe get some different perspective. Cause a lot of people they would tell me this too like i've talked to friends i'll talk to this and they would all would say like no he's great so like it's kind of like it, it it gives a different perspective of like it's not it's not anything with her it's to you mm -hmm. you know what i mean just to be like okay so since i know it's not me or nothing to do with my partner then i can kind of do my own stuff but yeah i think what i needed was for him to kind of you could share it with me but i need you to also go and test that you had a lot of mentorship around you at that time mm -hmm. go and talk to them about that and see if they if they tell you like no there's some red flags there great maybe there's some things I'm not seeing whatever I just need to make sure that this is nothing with me and I I know it's not so yeah. I need you to kind of go an outside perspective that's kind of what I needed yeah I mean that's that's what was helpful for me too was like whenever I had those thoughts it was having this outside perspective myself I was trying to put myself out of the relationship and look at it from uh, like a third perspective third person angle because that helped me being more objective about my decisions. And obviously, like you said, there were no red flags, you know, so that was, that was good for me, but yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that's like, 
it's sim- sort of similar to the situation we mentioned last time of um, our last podcast of if your partner wants to take a break. You have to be strong in the confidence that you have in yourself to be able to be that partner. I'm mm-hmm. going to be honest with you. And then mine was shaky. Don't get me wrong. It's not like I was like, I'm so confident. Like it, I was triggered a lot. Um, but then I was like, then I would go talk to my mentors about it. And, you know, uh, some gave advice. I honestly, I, I think the advice was necessary for what she gave me. I'm not, I'm not saying it was bad at all. Actually. I think it was helpful. Um, cause it sparked, sparked my conversation with us. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was able to kind of like, I needed to kind of get some outside outside perspective for one and also get um, more clarity in like what I believe about myself. Because if you think that you're not good enough or if you actually think that you're like, like this relationship is the value that you have about your worth, th- this is going to crumble you. Mm-hmm. Like, you won't be able to withstand the anxiety your partner's feeling. You won't be able to, you mm-hmm. know? And so one, knowing that it's outside of you, but then two, be at a place where you're able to really work on your um, confidence level, you know, and really be able to work on just like your value in yourself. Because at the end of the day, like, unfortunately, you can't control what your partner's going to do. Mm-hmm. So they could leave. And that's what sucks. You know what I mean? Like, you don't, you cannot control that situation. And I, I like I said, up to our wedding day, I was like, he could walk away. He could literally not come down the altar. I don't know. Like, I really don't know. Because he was just feeling anxious a month ago, you know? Um, but I was like, whatever, at the end of the day, I have to be okay with like, it's like, it's an act of faith. All of it is. Yeah. And it's, it's scary and super unknown, but as long as you're the only person you're able to control in the situation is yourself and how you can show up for your partner in that situation and being able to have them hold space for you too. Mm-hmm. It's not only about them. Yes. That's good. That's true. I think that's a good, uh, last thought. To, to conclude this episode <laughs> but yeah I, like you said i think at the end of the day like if you are wanting to be in a relationship um it is going to be it's always a risk and you have to be willing to take it because if you're not if you're not willing to let go of control when you get in a relationship then you're not ready for a relationship if you're not ready to assume the risk you're taking then you're not you shouldn't start a relationship um because you can control the other person so yeah you gotta you gotta trust um yeah and then like you said like it's not about it's not all about them and i think that people have anxiety sometimes have a hard time like realizing that but it is true it's not all about them it's two people in relationship and both matter uh, as much as the other person so yeah 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 i think that was a good um conclusion good conclusion <laughs> i'm gonna link i'm just gonna do it i'm gonna link we uh matthew and i may had a, a master class on vulnerability uh one was called beyond the walls and the other one was called navigating storm and i do think that this topic is is relevant in this situation of being vulnerable and how to be vulnerable in a situation on both hands whether you're per, whether you're the person who's anxious or whether you're the person who's experiencing your anxious partner like being able to have space for yourself and how to hold space for your partner and not getting triggered in that situation, mm-hmm. I think will be good things. I'll, I'll um, post the master classes below. Um, and uh, the price and all that will be on there um, in the show notes. So yeah, 
Just follow the link. Follow the link and you'll be able to get the masterclass. But if you like this episode, don't hesitate to share this with somebody who needs to see this. Like if it's, if you're that partner or if you know somebody who's experiencing this as a partner from a partner's uh, perspective, like send this to them. Mm-hmm. Um, if this, hopefully this is helpful for you, don't forget to share it, take a screenshot, share it on your Instagram and we'll repost it. Um, and review, subscribe and like the podcast. Yeah. Thank you for for listening. If you uh, if you want to hear more about this, you know, you have more uh, questions or anything, you can always like uh, give us like podcast topics and and we'll talk about it. Yeah, we have some podcast suggestions that you guys have given that we're gonna do in the next couple weeks too. So. Yeah. Anyway, y'all have a good rest of your day, and we'll talk to y'all next week. Yeah. Bye. Thank you. Bye.